Good morning. Good morning, coffee moaners. Good morning if you're looking at us and my rather over-large glasses. And good morning if you are podcasting and then you can't see my glasses. Can I have to take glasses? mine off. They're really not... No. No, let me just see. Let's just swap. So put yours on. So, okay. The good thing about these clear glasses is that you don't really see, see them. I now. Right, now swap. Let's see if there's any way gone. a big glass can work on, on you. I can see what... Oh, you see, I like those. Obstacles <laughs> in that way. <laughs> I can see why. <laughs> okay, that's enough. I tell you what I stumbled across the other day. Does anyone what? remember this? Do you remember this? Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> oh God, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where was that from, guys? <laughs> was that from when we used to do the quizzes? That's when we used to do lives. We used to just, we used to just. Apropos of nothing, do drunk singing. That's it, drunk singing. My hair's gone nuts today. Do, are we going to do a Christmas quiz this year, guys? Yes. Think so in Vlogmas. Oh, what is that? Let's do a Christmas quiz. Yep. Shall we will we? do a Christmas quiz. Shall we? Let's have a chat with you guys. So, guys, um, we missed you. Thank you for all your That's birthday all cards. We had a lovely birthday weekend. Mark surprised me with a weekend at Cambersands which I just love it there. Oh, um, we, we had just, so much fun. And he, he was so cute because he organised a, a private yoga class for us both. <laughs> he hates yoga. Well, he doesn't hate yoga, he struggles a bit. No, he booked us massages, which he doesn't love. <laughs> Facials. <laughs> he was the only one that had a facial. She said, do you know what a facial is? I said, I can't answer that. <laughs> um, and we just had a really nice weekend and it was a really, really good Thing to do because um, and actually this will go quite nicely into one of our topics today as to whether it's ever right to tell your parents off yeah absolutely we got a, we got a, a very beautiful telling off from our children uh, a week or so ago and then we acted upon it but we'll tell you that when we're talking about rapid yeah absolutely um i just want to start with we, you can see from the title what we're going to chat about uh, big dick energy we're going to be talking about big dick energy we're going to do a little update obviously on the global uh you know news the more serious news towards the end we're going to do that towards the end we're moving towards christmas and we're aware and we're mindful that some of that stuff as as is the case sometimes actually on social media instagram it's not about not wanting to engage with it but it's about being able to curate to and choose. control the way in which you do create uh, so create as we've said it. before we'll continue to talk to talk about the war because mm. it's an extremely terrifying situation but we'll always park it at the end for yeah. those that want to check out yeah and it's never a case of it having faded which of course you know sadly the the all news stories do fade don't they i mean i think you know we'd all feel the same about the ukraine war and things mm. like that so but it's usually in moments of when it starts to kind of go quiet that that's when one needs to be on one's tippy toes i find and it's very very important to us and close to our heart and we're going to be doing all sorts of things over Absolutely. the next year so yeah so big, it's going to be a big part of our life for a long time. So Snoop Dogg has revealed it was a very short-lived abstinence from Spliff. Oh, he's back on it. He's back on it. Oh. Yeah, do you know why? No. Because he was never off it in the first place. It was it an was... advert for a smokeless grill. I'm giving up the smoke. Oh, he is so naughty. Isn't he naughty? Miss Soph says, I had a feeling it was going to be an advert for edibles, edibles or, or something. something. So when he said, I'm giving up smoke, smoke, he was actually doing it because he was about to promote the smokeless solo stove. 
And wasn't it, who okay. was it when you read out, um, um, what's his name, son? Oh my God, I can't think of him. Whose son? <laughs> what are you talking about? Who said no more grill time round at uncle's. Oh, oh, Bob Marley's, I think, was grandson. Was Bob Marley's oh, grandson? Ziggy Marley's son. So I maybe think, yeah. he was in on the joke. Uh, oh, yes. He did. But can I just say, someone, this is one of those rare occasions where when they talk about the comments on social media, there's some really good ones. Someone equated the idea of getting Snoop Dogg to pretend that he'd given up smoking spliff for an advert to asking the Pope to stop preaching, <laughs> to sell something else, to sell wine or something. I mean, it's quite something. Quite something. I was really worried about him. I was thinking, oh, God, he's going to have a terrible mental health struggle no, with too. that. I did too. I, I mean, ultimately, too. of course, it would have been brilliant for his mental health, but it's a, it's a struggle. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That would have been a big struggle. I'm um, sorry, I think there's a, there's a lag between... I went to Snoop's house once. Did you, Laura Lou? What were you doing there? What for? What, what, were, you, what were you doing there? Oh, oh just, just to the, the gate. gate. <laughs> okay. um, for some reason, I'm not, I don't think we're getting all of the happy... Six, oh, can we make a note of happy 60th birthday for Anne-Marie? Yes. Is it today? Happy birthday, Anne-Marie, we'll fellow Scorpio. So happy 60th, Anne-Marie. And there was someone else I saw there. Can someone else, there's a bit of a lag. Um, there's a bit of a lag going between up there and down here. Up, upstairs, downstairs, in there, in there. Anyway, so Snoop Dogg has had us all conned. Yeah. <laughs> um, Donald Trump has posted a, a doctor's note on his Instagram. And on other platforms, I just thought this was quite funny. Saying? Saying, because of course there's a lot of chat, isn't there? I mean, God forbid, this is quite frightening. Um, Joe Biden yeah. has uh, launched his Threads account for his presidential campaign. So we are, we are having two God of the Elvis. oldest people running for presidency. So, so that's fun. So anyway, so Donald Trump has posted uh, his doctor's note. Uh, why? To tell the world that he's lost weight. Donald Trump is in excellent health, according to a note that he's shared on social oh media. Oh, my God! Yeah, I'm pleased to report, says his physician, uh, that uh, President Trump's overall health is excellent. His physical exams were well within the normal range and his cognitive exams were exceptional. Oh, God. Um, he says that he's managed to reduce his weight through an improved diet and continued daily physical activity while maintaining a rigorous schedule. I just thought this was funny. It was a bit. It was a bit. I it? did good, mommy. <laughs> Edward Today, I said, did good, and I'm really excited about that. And I wrote a note home for my teacher. But Edward Bevington said it was a big deal last in the last election, wasn't it? Health. So I think he's tried to get a bigly, a bigly, a, big, I mean, a bigly doctor, doctor's note. But a, I a mean, bigly note. when you think about what, the weight, sleepy Joe. But you know what we what we have heard so often with doctors and. Some doctors in America, they're so easy to get whatever you want from them. I mean, my God, the prescription drug um, business out there. But I don't think I would ever believe, necessarily believe anything from a private doctor of Trump's. Well, I just, I mean, I just don't believe any. I think he's a woefully dishonest man. Well, if he's a registered physician, it, it's gonna, he's get, basically getting his shot out first. So that he can immediately say to Sleepy Joe, Sleepy Joe, where's your doctor's note? We're going to stand in the garden, we're going to stand in the rose garden, we're going to compare notes. I want to see your doctor's note and I'm going to show you my doctor's note. Look at my stomach. Sleepy Joe. Look at my stomachs. Sleepy Joe. Spoiler. You can go and tell Ron to Sanctimonious. The thing is, we're all, he still can't walk down the stairs without holding someone's hand, I bet. 
Yeah, but isn't that about, that? That's about germs? Do you, remember, do you remember when Theresa May had to hold his hand to get him down the stairs? Isn't that about germs? He doesn't like to no. touch germs. No, he's got a thing where he can't walk downstairs. I thought he had a germ, germ, not fetish, but a germ. Yeah, but doctor said he didn't write it. <gasps> doctor said he didn't write what? it. No. What? What, is this story developing? I just thought this was like... Developing a, news. Developing news. Um, oh, hang on, hang on. At an event in October, let me just do this, sorry. I mean, you've got it. Trump said... Sleepy Joe can't put two sentences together and he's in charge of nuclear warfare. We're in trouble. <laughs> he also mocked Mr. Biden's recent falls. I see a stairway, I see a stairway. If I had to, I'd jump right off this front end thing. We could make it, it's about four feet. <laughs> he was saying, he was saying that Biden couldn't. Couldn't jump four feet. Yeah. I mean, he could jump yeah. four feet. I see he's a stairway, if I had to, I'd jump right off this front thing. <laughs> Oh dear! This is a so this is Donald Trump taking control of the health narrative, as obviously America's wondering why they're about to be led into the next four years via Zimmerframe. That's no disrespect to people with Zimmerframes, but come on, it's got to be. Is there not someone in this country of opportunity? It really is totally extraordinary, isn't it? It's that there's nobody young. I mean, there's so many. Maybe it's just that the younger generation don't wanna. In New York, all those super smart conversations you hear, and vibrant yeah. young men and men sitting and talking in a way it's... that you don't see. Where, where, where are, are they? Then? Where are they? And also, did you know that the reason uh, Kamala Harris, uh, Donald Trump, uh, sorry, not Donald Trump, uh, uh, President Biden, they've all launched their campaigns on threads. You know why? Because of the con there's the huge debate and conflict, isn't there, going on with Twitter at the moment, where uh, Elon Musk is being accused of anti-Semitism because of... Um, adverts, certain adverts appearing, I believe, either alongside anti-Semitic posts or anti-Semitic adverts. I can't, they, they, there's a huge, huge... It's kind of... Un, I, I can't work out who's posted what and who's accusing what of what. But what I do know that this is seen as a protest move, moving towards Zuckerberg and away from Musk. So, mm. so there you go. I am... Um, the thing is, my mum, at 81... Well, she's 86 now, isn't she? But... It, I don't think it is about the age. It's about the quality of the person's cognitive abilities at the age. Mm. Because there are people that are incredibly sharp at 81. Oh, absolutely. I mean, my mum is so sharp, I isn't know. she? Yeah. Uh, I mean, she just comes quick. She, she makes me laugh so much. Yeah. And it's great. Well, it's not great. It's awful that they're away and they're in Jordan and we're missing them horribly and everything. But she's so funny with her text, isn't she? She's well. She she's the information gatherer. She 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 gets news where you didn't think there was news. She's very funny. She's quite something. Um, and yeah, very sharp and right on it. So it's just it's just Biden isn't on it. Natasha Milton says, "I agree. It's not about age, but Biden is in terrible shape." He is just <laughs> cognitively. Really he didn't he mix up Taylor Swift and somebody else the other day as well. I mean, someone did look at a. You know, there's the footage of him. You know, around Thanksgiving, the president of the United States has to free two turkeys, right? He says, yeah. "You can, you're free." And as someone drew a really important parallel. It's a shame you're not saying that to anyone in Palestine right now. Yeah. So um, he can free a bird. He didn't look like he knew what the turkey was. If I'm honest, he's, he's got this new thing. If you notice, there's that thing that older people do when they haven't got a limited repertoire. He does this thing now where it says someone, someone says something, he goes like this. Yeah, he, he goes, and it, it's like, we need spitting image back. My God, we need it can I say so something much. About that? Can I say something about that? I find it quite endearing. Whenever I get annoyed with him and I see him do this. I don't. I sort of think. Oh, because underneath, I know he's mean hearted. It's true. It's true. <laughs> 
pardon the turkey for Thanksgiving on Thursday. Is it Thursday? Oh, let's do Thanksgiving. Darling, we've got so much. I know, I know, I know. All right, Snoop Dogg. Let's get to the let's get to the let's get to the meat of the matter, shall we? Let's... Look at his face. We're just looking at um, big what's dick his name? energy. What's his name? Um, Pete Davidson. Pete, he has got a beautiful face. He's a lovely. He's got a lovely. Face. Actually, I'm going to say something now, and you're going to think that I'm being vain. It's not about me, but it's quite a sawala face. That, is that quite... sounded really. No, but I think not... you maybe needed to put another no, sentence or two. No, but between my one cousins. <laughs> no, but I'm my joking. cousins. I've got cousins with very. He does have very... an Arab look. Very Arab-looking. Look around the eyes here. He's, I think he's... Well, it'd be interesting to know, because apparently he's, he's got a huge schlonger as well. He's got a beautiful face. Yeah. And apparently he is the person that... Him and somebody else, I can't remember who the other person is, um, that, that kicked off this big dick energy. Mm. And Kim Kardashian was always saying, I want a big dick energy, I want a big dick energy. And then I've just made my mind up on what a big dick energy what was. And then last you? night we were watching something with Maddie and I, and this girl was like full power. She says, I want this and I want that and I want big dick energy. And I was like, oh, Maddie, I'm so depressed about this. Why are young women asking for big dick energy? And she said, well, why not? I went, well, because what does it mean? I mean, it's toxic masculinity, isn't it? She went, no, no, it's not, Mum. No, come on, it's got to be. Big dick energy, and then I looked it up, and actually. Well, I think I said the same thing. I mean, I, I've heard that it's not necessarily a bad thing, what and, do it's, you and think it's not it necessarily is? just applicable to men. Um, Ariana Grande uh, reportedly tweeted about how generously endowed her, her now ex-fiance Pete Davidson is, uh, and in that deep, I think in that message, she had something that said reference big dick energy. Um, ah. Pete Davidson is six foot three with dark circles, exudes big dick energy, looks evil, but apparently is an angel and loves his girl publicly, someone said. Um, so I think big dick energy is... What do, I just wondered first before, what, what, what do people here think it means? Just before... Oh, confidence. Confidence, yeah. What? Faith uh, Goodman, never heard it or used it. Yeah, oh, you never heard of it. You might. You might. Oh, God, look at this. What's going on over here? Stacy. Stacy. How sweet. Stacey Randall has just gifted a whole heap of memberships. Oh, so Stacey. That is so, That's so sweet, sweet of you. Um, so a 30 of you are going to suddenly find yourself members. Courtesy of lovely Stacey today. Thank you. That's very kind. Thank you, sweetheart. Um, it's, about, it's about confidence. Oh, so I've got a bit of a breakdown. Anything, anyone else know, that was similar to us in what they thought it was? Um, so signs you have big dick energy... You influence other people, right? Your casual confidence and easy breezy attitude mean you've probably got a few admirers, daddy, daddy, dad. That's nice. That's nice. Yeah? yeah, that's good. Your actions speak for you. One that's of the nice. key tenets of creative writing is show, don't tell. And it's exact same with big dick energy. So don't show your penis, don't <laughs> tell about it. Well, let's, let's, just, let's just park the penis. All right, well, I'm sorry, it is at the centre of the phrase, big dick. It's, it's all right no, to I deal know, with this part you, of it first. Yeah, okay, well, you deal with well, the no, big no, dick. No, no, I'm not going to deal with it, but I'm just saying let's get over the hump of the big dick energy, energy aspect. Because I think the mistake that you would think is the idea that what it's saying is you need a big dick exactly. to have this sort and you of don't. persona. No, and I think what it's saying is, is this the energy you would have if you quietly had a big dick? Well, that's the, all the bit that I don't like because I don't think it should be attached to that. Or attached to a dick. No, to a big dick. I don't think it should be attached to a big dick. Well, we've talked a lot about. Thank you, you like Julie. It's a attached. dreadful saying. The meaning of it is actually quite good. Um, people with BDE aren't concerned with with whether anyone knows they have it. 
They're just living their life, doing their thing. And if other people notice, cool. If not, they're still going to keep going on. They're proud, but not arrogant. That's nice. Love that. Uh, it says here, false pride belongs to little dickers. See, that's the shame. So how do you... Yeah. You're not easily shaken by other people's opinions. Wow. Because you know yourself so well... You're not afraid that someone else may have a bad perception of you or even that they'll spread those opinions behind your back. Some randos, negative energy can't bring you down, so why worry about it? I think I've got big dick energy with that, haven't I? Wow. I think I've got big yeah, dick. Well, let's call it big nun. <laughs> big nun energy, I think. I love that. I've yeah. got big nun energy. You've got big nun energy. It's funny because... No, when no, you... but would I have big nun? Wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be like bubblegum pink... Tight no energy. Babe, 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 I'm not allowed to mention dick, but you've gone to bubblegum no, pink. You are allowed to mention dick, but you you mentioned it 20 times. No, I didn't. I mentioned it once. In the title, Big Dick Energy. I think you can have moments of big dick energy. I think around certain things. There are certain things, there are certain attributes that I think, oh, yeah, no, I, I can relate to that. You know, where you can, you can be a kind of force for good or you can energise or you can drive a team or whatever. So, you know, I feel that when, when you're, you're, if you're directing or you're doing something with a group, I, I like that. I think this is about whether in your moments of total self-reflection and ease, you are totally at ease. But isn't it a fine line between big dick energy and being total arrogant cock? Well, I suppose that's what's so attractive about it is that it is, there is a fine line, but there's a also a huge chasm between the two. So if somebody's pulling it off, that makes them a really like good and interesting person. And I think, yeah, I think, I just wish it wasn't called Big Dick Energy. Big Nun Energy. I you hate the saying, saying Zoe Big Agnew. Nun, because Big Nun is supposed to be a bad thing, isn't it? Is it? Well, yes, we're supposed to be like... Oh, I see. Yeah. Just oh, pathetic. So... so the last thing, you take everything in your stride. Life is full of disappointments, big and little. If you've got BDE, you don't sweat the small stuff. Preferring to go with the flow, to make lemonade from lemons. Do you want to know, what, what do you, what, what components of big dig energy do you think you have? Oh, I just said it. Which one? Well, you weren't listening. No, I did, but just... No, the, the bit where when you're mobilising a team or you're kind of, you can drive, you can, you can inspire yeah. people into action. You can inspire people yeah. to kind of move and get generated and excited. You can even move people in your everyday life to do things that they wouldn't necessarily do, not dangerous, but things that you go, no, no, this is good. This will be fun. This will be... So I think, I think there, I think, I think where it falls apart is where you have, you know, crushing low self-esteem and doubts and, and, you know, you allow other people's opinions to, to sort of, you know, bamboozle you. Well, it actually, it, where it actually comes from is Anthony Bourdain. Oh, the, the So after the cook. famous chef passed away, a Twitter user ostensibly uttered the word for the first time recorded history in a tweet acknowledging Bourdain's own big dick energy. And then it was popularised by Pete yeah. Davidson. Yeah. Does, has, anybody, has anybody got a partner that just that has big dick energy. And I think it should be for men and women. I don't think it's... Erin Bullimore says, it's not a toxic saying. I do, however, have a problem with it being called big dick energy. So Just I. continuing with the casual use of men as the standard for confidence and strength. It's like gross and balls, isn't it? Right, so here's the thing. When we were growing up, mine and Dina's... Um, way of, of describing big dick energy, I've just realised, we used to say... So she'd tell me about a boy and I'd go, did he have it? It. Yeah. We just go like that. Mm. So we go, oh, he had it. And that was it. And we knew exactly what we meant. And now I realise that's big dick energy. Right. Confident, playful, 
doesn't sweat the, the, the little shit, you know. And yeah, just wants the room to feel good. Yeah. Would you like me to have a bit more big dick energy? Yes. Yeah. But I think, doesn't everybody want their partner to, you would probably say to me, where, where, where one worries too much or sweats yes. the small stuff, we yeah. all want people that we love to do less of that because we know it's totally meaningless. The other day I was reading this article with this... Big boob energy, that's a good one. <laughs> with this, um, she, she is um, a, what's it called? Uh, 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 like a death doula. She'd, she'd helped 8,000 people to die. Mm. 8,000, can you imagine that? And she said the thing that she's learned, there was lots of different things that she, that she absolutely employs every day in her life, but she said one of the most important things that she's learned from people that were dying, what a privilege mm. to actually see all those people through into death. And she said, I don't ever worry about what other people think of me. Wow. And I think that must be because so many people have said to her in death, I wish I hadn't spent so much time worrying about what other people think about If me. only we could just take that, capture it, and just inject it into our eyeballs, eh? Um, it would be so Why nice. Why to be so silly? I'm not, I'm saying, wouldn't it be great to be able to distill that capacity? It would remove so much stress for people. No, but I but... think the problem with it is people always say, wouldn't that be great if I could do that? But what you have to say is, I really am going to, that's going to be a part of my life's work. I'm going to go through life trying to, to improve on that rather than just go, oh, that's an impossible thing for I didn't other say people. That. No, no, but I'm just saying, a lot of people yeah. do say, oh, I can't ever do that. The downside of this is, is that some of the people that we have heard mentioned here uh, in terms of the big dick energy, who do have a great charm and big dick energy aspect to them, are also, can also, I've heard in other areas like Bourdain and, and what have you, can also be really not particularly pleasant. So it doesn't necessarily, you know, I think what the danger is, is that what comes with extraordinary self-confidence is... The, is verging sometimes on disregard. And so I don't actually think it's always a bad thing to be thinking about how you present to others and how people are thinking of mm. you. It's about balance. Absolutely. Because obviously you're then taking your place in the world in perspective to people. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's the difference of when somebody says something, you're absolutely right, you shouldn't just dismiss what everybody thinks of you. But it is about getting that balance and going, mm. where am I culpable in this? How, what do I feel? Is mm. my, like they say in recovery, isn't it? Mm. Is my side of the street clean? It's my recovery station. And I really do ask myself that on things when I mm. get criticised. I go, is my side of the street clean? And if it isn't, then you apologise or you do whatever. But when, it, when you know it's just somebody that's just nasty or somebody that you don't admire or respect, then you just dismiss it. But I think one of the problems is if you can apply the term big dick energy to yourself, you more, are more a big dick than a big dick energy. Yes. Because but, you're saying you somehow have the capacity to mm, be the judge of what's actually a really quite a good, nuanced That's thing. a really good point. If somebody said, I've got big dick energy, they would not have big dick energy. They're just a big because dick. Big dick probably, en yeah. the, because big dick energy is about not, not being a, arrogant. It's a big dick energy is about not knowing you've got big dick energy. Exactly. <sighs> Thank God I've got a big dick. Look. Small dick energy all the way, says Zoe Agnew. An arrogant man is such a turn-off, says Remay W. It's right, MeTube. It's just a generational language. And yeah. that's why I was so pleased with myself that I didn't just dismiss what Maddie was saying. And I just thought, no, go and look it up. You're being an old fogey. Mm. I've got this thing at the moment where I go, am I being an old fogey? I think I might be. I think it might be put into the dictionary. On that note, going back to your, your thing that you nibbled at there, which was a really neat segue, uh, 
checking your side of the street is sorted and clean, checking your recovery station is right. One of the troubles with that is, is one ever entirely equipped with the capacity to do an, a sort of audit on one's own emotions? Do you know what I mean? We all say, it's very easy to say, oh, well, you know, I'll often stop and think, am I right? But if, if I'm coming from my perspective, I'm possibly more likely to think that I'm right than, you know, an objective person who might look at the situation. So we're not always Whereas the best people to assess these trust, things. Yeah. If somebody you trust tells you something, because it's always a really difficult thing to tell somebody a truth. Like if it's somebody that you love, a friend, a family member, whatever. Nobody does that easily, unless you're a real, like, nosy bugger and wants to tell everyone how to behave. Mm. But when I think about, and I used to be so like that when I was young, I was awful, I was telling everybody what I thought of them. But but now when I tell somebody something, I go through absolute agonies before I do it. I just think about it this way, that way, because you don't want to hurt somebody. But, you know, if you're not saying it, then you feel like you're being a bit disloyal. You know, all those mm. hoops that you go through when you want to tell somebody something mm. truthful. Well, and so well this sort of draws us to a story about Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie's son. Uh, and this is about a leaked or recently resurfaced Insta story, I think, that his son um, posted, Pax, his son, yeah. posted, uh, which was then deleted uh, some years ago. This, this, this was the, quite quite a while ago. It's Pax, the adopted son, isn't he? The second one, I think. Can I just have a look at it? I know we're not going to read yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, let me just give the dates. Oh, now. sorry, don't. Um, so, and this was back in 2020. A private Instagram profile sent this on Father's Day. And just to, get, just to be clear, why has this popped up now? Uh, it was deleted, but the Daily Mail has managed to get its hands on the, original, on the original post. And, and this is what it said. And we're not going to read it, but it was incredibly uh, strong language. Really was. Um, and um, in the Daily Fail, says Edward Bevington. And I suppose it comes, it comes close to... We're not going to read you out the, 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 no, the, the, the thing. But... As, as Mark says, it is very, very tough. And I personally would not appreciate if our children... Or post like that publicly. Put something publicly. But I am a great believer in a bit of a two-way street. So we wondered what you thought about this, guys. Um, you know, do you... Would you take your umbrage if your children, adult children, more any age children, actually... We politely brought something to you about the way that you're behaving because our our daughter recently, well, at the beginning of the week, was it last week? Mm, mm. We'd all been sitting together for the evening. Take care, Julie. And then she went up to bed and then about 10 minutes later, Mark said, have you seen her text? I was like, no, what is it? And he went, no, no, every single thing she said in it is, is true. Spot on. And it was the most beautiful, loving boundaried text, wasn't it, Mark? It was yeah. difficult to read it. It was difficult to read it because she was pulling us up on our behaviour. So, as you know, we've been really, really caught up in the... Well, you won't know how much we've been caught up in it, actually, because we're very controlled on what we put out on Instagram and on here and everything. But we've been totally absorbed by the war. I mean, just 24-7. I feel the grief as if people were my own family. It, it's been absolutely awful. I think I've been the lowest that I've ever been in the last few weeks. I've been really, really struggling. That's why this weekend was so long and mm. I feel so much better for it. Um, but it was, it was her text 
that allowed us to have the weekend that we had because she just pulled us up on it so gently but firmly, didn't she? She said, mm. listen, you know, we are both, her and her sister, absolutely grief-stricken as well. This is just so horrendous what is happening and it just makes us all cringe at humanity and all of this. She said, but you guys have got to pull back. You really have. We're worried about you. Also, when we spend time with you, we don't want you just talking about it. And we don't want... And it went on like that. And it was just... It was just... It was good. It, we were just able to take it so 100% from her, weren't mm -hmm. we? Because of that unbelievable trust between us. There was no agenda mm. other than she was really worried about us. And she, we really pulled our socks up from them. Mm. And actually, mm. and actually, it's been so much better for us, and we've been more yeah. productive because of it. And so, yeah. So just to just to give it, a, sorry, I realise we kind of jumped off the Brad Pitt story and left you sort of hanging. I mean, what we, we don't want to, I don't want to actually read it because I don't, no. I don't want to sort of do the Daily Mail's work. Because the boy deleted it. Yeah, and he it, didn't and, want but it, it. Put it this way: it, it was about his personality. It was about him as telling a person. It was telling him off, and it was using some pretty choice and colourful language uh, and pretty extreme, you know, strong language to 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 say that to him. So it was less about his sort of specifics of behaviour that could be changed in a way. It was a kind of character attack. It's a slaughter. Um, it was a slaughter. Um, whereas, you know, I do think it's interesting, um, this I idea, Edward Bevington, I've, I've lost your comment because the uh, live chat's going all over the place, but I liked it. <laughs> but it's that thing of, you know, I was saying to the girls yesterday, actually, was on my birthday, I was saying, you know, for me, the, the, the sign of a really good family is the ability for you to be able to learn in all generational directions. I think you have to, in some capacity, absolutely, um, you know, there has to, obviously there's the line, not a chain of command, it sounds ridiculous, but you know, the idea of you're the parents, you're, you're nurtured, da, da, da. But when you get to adulthood and you're all living together and you're all kind of going through life together, it's really important, I think, that you feel that you can all come from a position of uh, being able to contribute, criticise, comment on. Um, and it's, a, again, a little bit like here, it's about it being done with some kind of mutual respect and decency mm -hmm. and not with the sole... Uh, you know, hope of hurting someone. Or putting it publicly. Or put, putting it publicly, or hurting someone, or, or just, or refusing to even acknowledge that there might be more than one side to it. So, I mean, in this instance, this was a very specific thing, it was very easy to talk about. But, you know, there's lots of other things in our family life and other families that I know of that, that you know, where they go through all sorts of behavioural things or attitude things or parts of the family, members of the family might feel a little bit outside of things and they want to be included back into it, you know. And, and so, I think, personally, I think one... I'm interested to know whether you guys, I just asked, is it ever okay for your child to pull you up on your behaviour? Yes. I just, I just wanted to say another thing on that as well. I think that because afterwards we really thanked her. We really validated what she'd said and we acknowledged that it had helped us and all of that. And I think when you allow your child hmm. to almost practice, she, she wasn't practicing, it was real, but... To, to feel the strength and the power of a person receiving a boundary mm. or, you know, a positive critique of you. Mm. And when you do that, you show them what to look for out in life. So say she, I don't know, in a couple of years, she's got a similar situation, she's in a relationship and she reaches out to her partner and she says, listen, I just really want to say this, this, this. And they're like, what? Who the hell are you? Hopefully, the memory of actually what a good relationship is, where you receive it, will be there and will make her go... It's like when I was growing up, when I was going out with people and men would try and say something to me or treat me in a certain way, and I used to go, what? Mm. 
God, my dad never used to talk to me like that. My mm. dad never treated me like that. Mm. This is weird. No thanks. And so you're you you're you're you know you're you're empowering them massively when you when you take it. And the thing is, if there'd been stuff in there that we hadn't agreed with, we would have also said, yeah, okay, da, da, da. but just that, no. I think that might be a miscommunication. We're actually coming from... We just had to agree with that. Yeah, but don't get me wrong. There are many caveats to this. I th for me, and this is something that we, we operate an absolute zero tolerance on the channel, we just don't even engage, is like, if there's a tone that is in any way vicious, harmful, hurtful... Bullying. ..or bullying or spiteful, gone. Absolutely gone. And, in, and I think one of the major problems in families is that that tone to kind of giving advice, because, I mean, you know, we've all, as parents, lost our temper more than we wished we had in a certain situation. You know, it's about... There are a number of factors there. Is that how you, is that how you relate to that child all the time? No. Is it more an exception to the rule? Yes, then you take ownership and you apologise for how you impart that criticism or information, what have you. But I think most of the problems in all relationships and all families come down to how the information is given rather than what the information is. My line often about families is, can we not all just accept that it's a given that we all have the best interest for each other? In the, you know, I mean, hang on a minute. Some families. Well, mm. and in the extended families, it's not always the case. But, you know, within the knit, within that tight knit kind of core of your family, if there can be an acceptance that you've all got each other's best interests at heart, oh, that's nice. then you can somehow take the heat out of almost anything you're saying. Because whilst you can still say things that are difficult, you know, you be be willing to hear it. You know, and Eileen, yes, it is my son's. My my son's opinions are so Fair, so important. They speak the truth with love. Mm. Oh wow! And that's the thing because the other thing that can happen, which I will never allow, because I always want to be their mum, and I want them to be a little bit not scared, but a little bit. Scared. <laughs> because I don't want to be that old person. You know when you see some people talking to their mums and dads in such a horrible way, like constantly like proper telling them off. I remember once being in a hospital and watching this guy talk to him, Mum, don't be so stupid. Da, 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 da. And I was thinking, and he was talking to her like she was two. I wouldn't ever I wouldn't ever accept that. But that but, but that's my point in a sense. Mm. You want to you want, and I hate to use the military example, but you want to keep the chain of command clear. Yeah. You keep certain... And I think that's where, if you're fortunate, and obviously not everyone, Journey, I recognise that, are in couples, um, you know, but if you are co-parenting, you know, I think that's when it is quite useful, actually, to flip and flop your kind of, you know, don't tell dad... You know, you can both occupy different roles, good cop, bad cop, in different scenarios about different things, i.e. I'll have a much stronger or more firm opinion on something, or when I'm called in on a certain topic because it's got a little bit haywire or something, then they know that, you know, that I'm going to deal with it in a different way. I think yeah. it's important to keep that chain. Come on, because you're right, there's nothing worse than children who bully their parents and oh, feel, that they, that. feel that they can sort of just say or Whatever. do anything. Cambo, my dad is always hard to give opinions to than my mum because he just can't register that his kids are now in their thirties. Empty really? nest syndrome. Yeah, a lot wow. of a yeah. lot of people are like that, that, aren't they? They just Hope you and it goes back to something we were talking about the other day that it's okay to say to your kids, like I'm an adult child, like a bit confused about what I'm doing. I haven't always got the answer. And because I think if you've been the sort of parent that always says, everything that I say is the absolute truth then it's very difficult to shift into sometimes admitting that mm. you don't know stuff and that you can learn stuff. Mm. And the thing is, if you're open to your kids teaching you stuff, what a, it's such an enriching relationship, isn't it? Yeah, Steph, oh my goodness, you're tapping into my real current life. It's the way my older sister spoke to me the other day that just pushed me slightly over my usual calm edge <laughs> or disgust. 
and sought as per. And someone else, uh, yeah. sorry, uh, where are you? Uh, 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 Mandy Dewick, hope you're well. Um, again, like Mandy Dewick, you, you know, we've, we've, and Natasha, we've all talked a lot about the Israel-Palestine thing. You know, in any family, debate and discussion is good. Not telling someone they're wrong as an opening gambit mm. is never, you know, you just don't, it's not, that's it, you're what, not going to That's have... what her message was so beautiful, wasn't it? She yeah. said, I'm, I'm really hope that all the words are right here. I mean, it's just like, as soon as somebody says something mm. like that, you just open and you never start anything with, you have made me, no. because people always go, what? Mm. Um, okay. Oh, good chat. Really good chat. But um, earlier on, I posted something on my Instagram because as Mark took the girls out, I was like, I, I said to them, be good, and if you can't be good, be what? Be oh, yes. careful. And I thought, I came in, I was laughing to myself. I was like, oh my God, those poor kids, they're so sweet the way they say it. Mm. But I thought, what does that mean when I say that? And I was thinking, actually, it's quite a good phrase to say to somebody as they go out because what you're actually doing round the back as a parent, you're saying, don't disappoint me. <laughs> Right, it's the D word. Oh, it's the D word without saying it, but you're saying it in a jolly way. And um, so I asked some of you what you had, what, what your parents used to say. Mark, I thought you could tell them what you used to say and we had to stop um, you. Well, I didn't get anything said to me, did I, Mum? I mean, you, I think you often said, buy me a packet of Marlboro Light. Well, it weren't Marlboro <laughs> Light, so you know, buy me a packet of fags or buy me a packet... No, I mean, I'd go to school. my school was around the corner, so I'd go up to school. In fact, no, you'd say nothing. But I would often, and I have often said, and this is gallows humour, this isn't... You know, well, it's gallows humour. It was dark. I mean, I will say things like, don't get stabbed. He did. I mean, well, because, you know, all... And he used to do it, like, half joking. Yeah, but I'll, I'll be like, don't go on don't the top... Don't die, or don't... Yeah, don't, yeah. You don't know, go on the top of the bus. Don't know. go on the top of the bus. Don't sit in a, an we... empty carriage, sit next to another woman. All his fears and all his anxieties, naturally, as a parent... He would do with a big smile and a wave off, and we had to bring him down from that. So, Mark, you do actually leave them going off with them. So, mm. Don't use your phone by the bus stop, all these like final yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. These are nice, some of these. Um, Grace Kelly Folan, um, have a good day and keep your wits about you, a bit like what you said. And she used to say, bless yourself. Oh, no, I know what I used to say. Don't trust anyone. That's it. Don't trust anyone. Don't trust There's anyone. a whole load of lovely things. My <laughs> mum used to say, bless yourself as I walked out of the door. Oh. It means keep yourself safe. That's I love that. And bless yourself. Um, Beth Sorry, just quickly. Carol A. Smith, I did answer your comment yesterday. If you go to the drop-down box under any of these lives, so under this too, Michelle's email is in there. You might ne you never have done it. But when you go down, there's a description tag. Click on it, drops down, Michelle's email will be there. Someone else will help you to it, but honestly, it's there, darling. Um, oh, I love some of these. Um, have a good day, Butte. Love you. Be careful, Tracy Alice. And um, my cockapoo. Uh, and if you can't be careful, don't get caught. Oh. <laughs> um, Sazzy, be safe. My eldest boy passed his driving test yesterday and drove himself to work this oh, morning. Capivellino's just said drive carefully. Yeah. What does it mean? This Don't... one, this one, Mark, you're like, Sarah, my dad was so protective, he'd follow me to the bus stop and hide whenever I turned around. I have a, I have a, I have a disguise of, a, of a, an autumnal tree. It's hard because there's no leaves on it, but I, I just stand there as a trunk and I just watch. <laughs> And I've attached ring doorbells to all the buses in the local neighbourhood too, so I can monitor every single move. McNally um, Charmaine, when, when we ones leave the house, it's always please eat and drink, careful on the road, a message that you say. Oh. Um, what is the meaning of the phrase, don't do anything I wouldn't? 
because it just leaves it the person confused. I'm, yeah, but I'm yeah. confused as I That's, say it. What so does that you mean? Just say, it's basically saying don't, don't do anything. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. Mm. But if they know you would have done almost anything... So if you wouldn't go and get drunk, don't do it. But I would. No, but... But, yeah, so if I said, don't do anything I wouldn't do, they'd be like, well, Dad wouldn't have ever not got drunk. So yeah, I'll get well, drunk. Yeah, so it's a silly phrase. So who says But that? it's to confuse people. It does confuse the parent. I love this. Ella Butnett, be good and remember you're loved. Mm. Mm. Where the heart is, says, I always say to my 15-year-old son, work hard, play hard. I do my own head in with it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, and this one. So, me, call me if you need me. His response, I won't. Every time, yeah, he yeah. says. My, my, my one is always, regardless, if what, whatever time of night you need a pick-up or help, or you call me, text me, and I'll be there in the text. I love this one. Becky P30. If you can't be good, be good at it. <laughs> oh, I quite like that. oh, and lots more. Thank you so much. Yeah. They, they were great. Um, okay, so just briefly, we're happy just gonna birthday. we're gonna yeah we've got uh, Anne Marie's happy birthday, Stacey Randall. Just want to say a huge thank you to Stacey Randall for all of your Stacey, gifted memberships. Can we all just give Stacey yeah. like a little clap and or also, a hug or a heart for all those memberships she's given out? Thank really you for your kind. lovely messages yesterday. And Carly, you know, thank you so much. Thank you. Um, we have found a little pile of kind of cards, so we'll we'll be going through those too. So thank you so much. Um, and uh, Anne Marie. Yeah. And Anne-Marie, um, yeah, just quickly, because we were just going to just quickly just mention the where we're at in the war at the moment is oh, yes, there so. is talk of a potential cease, well, not ceasefire, but a potential truce of sorts whilst a hostage deal or exchange is kind of being negotiated in Qatar. Um, they're looking at a possible three to five day truce. They're going to principally be freeing women and children, Hamas. Uh, in exchange for women and children from Palestine, uh, within Israeli prisons. There are thousands um, of Palestinians. And they, yeah. Um, and so this will be an exchange and a, there will be a pause. And there's lots of debate today. I think everyone's hoping that, that that will happen in some capacity for everyone. Um, so, uh, yeah, that, that's kind of the major news story. Uh, beyond that, it's, it's the relentlessness of places being bombarded, a displaced population. Um, uh, from what Natasha's saying, some rockets are being fired into uh, into Israel still. Um, I know things are quite tense and intense on the Lebanese Le Lebanon border with Hezbollah. Hezbollah. So yeah, again, you know, so it's it's still raging. And so who who and for what purposes is five days gonna? Is it gonna help people? You know, it's obviously gonna help the hostages. It's obviously gonna help the prisoners. Um, but is it, you know, is it then quite literally after five days a return people? to, you know, and obviously the, 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 what they're negotiating in terms of the finer details by all accounts is uh, what kind of humanitarian aid they can get in. Jordan, Jordan, uh, Nadia's uh, country of origin, uh, dad's country of origin, um, they've set up another field hospital in Gaza. So they're, they're, they're all trying to do that. And obviously what happened October the 7th was horrific and the hostages that are still lost to their families and their loved ones, horrific. But we must also not get too desensitised by the numbers. The numbers are horrific and continue to rise daily right from the October the 7th until this day, every single day. And we're going into winter soon. My parents sent me a video because they can actually see the Dead Sea from their balcony. The storms were coming in. So we've got people outside, you know, we've got people still in the rubble. 
We've got horrific situations in the hospitals. We've got God knows how many orphans and we have just got too used to hearing 11,000, 12,000, 5,000 children. 5,000 children. How many primary schools, how many kids are there in each primary school in this country? With that, is there 500 kids? So imagine how many primary schools. If we were sitting here today and saying, 35 primary schools, every single child is dead. What would we be feeling? And that's really important that we connect with that because we are becoming desensitised. There's some good uh, Instagram accounts that if anyone wants to know a bit more of the of the of what's going on in Gaza, because obviously they're very, very careful on mainstream media, I would suggest Middle East Eye, I would suggest Al Jazeera, I would suggest Jewish Justice for Peace. Um, their managing director did the most powerful speech the other day. She really is an extraordinary woman. Um, and um, Sean King that you know I've been following for years. But what I would say with the Sean King account, it is extremely graphic. So be really mindful if you could get triggered with that. Um, I do. I do. We want... don't post the videos that we see because we think they're too much. But trust me, it's it's hell on earth in there. It's literally hell on earth. So yeah, be pushing for a ceasefire. And I know, and, and, if and, you and, believe in that, and I know a few people are sort of pushing back on that. You, you know, look, one has to curate what one sees on one's phones because there is a lot of really sort of you know challenging, challenging material uh, and, and footage and what have you. I think one of the things one has to remember is for whatever reasons that is, um, it's it's plain to see that a lot of the mainstream media is not able to, in many instances, but is also not willing to, in an awful lot of circumstances, to show the absolute sort of shared horror on both sides of, of, of what's happened. And what I mean by that is obviously there is a huge identification in the media, obviously with October the 7th, as there should be. But of course, what people seem to forget is for, for the, in, if you're an innocent, you're an innocent child and you're a number of innocent children. You're an innocent man, on Octo woman, or whoever, or elderly yeah. person. On October the 7th, there was the catastrophe, but then you've got October the 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th, and it runs on, 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 on. And in all those days, there are innocents being Every killed. single day, October the 7th and the attack on October the 7th, it was innocent people. And every single day, there are so many more innocent people. We must have the same feelings for those human beings as we do for the human beings on the 7th. No human being is more important than another. And that's why we will continue to talk about it, but we will always give a break. Mm. And what we'll do next time is we will do the happy birthdays before we go yeah, into that's the a war. Good point. That's a good point. So sorry, Anne Marie. Let's have a little, a little moment. So happy 60th birthday to Anne Marie. So happy, happy birthday, birthday to you. you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Anne Marie. Happy birthday to you. Um, we're entering the last 10 days week of November, and obviously that means Vlogmas is around the corner. So an awful lot of footage is going to be landing from earlier in the year and, and stuff that's happened and gone. Um, there's also going to be a little amuse-bouche of a, a little trip out to get you excited about um, Vlogmas. And then Vlogmas is going to hit really strong and hard. Make sure you've subscribed and hit the yeah. notification bell because there are going to be lots of little surprise videos going Absolutely. up and lives and stuff, so and you don't want to miss them. And in the family guest area for all of you members, there's going to be opportunities to win Christmas cards. There's going to be, obviously, the No Name Sunday show. It's probably going to be live throughout December. Uh, you've got a pre-record coming this Sunday. Obviously, it was our birthday weekend, so we popped one up onto the main channel for that. Um, there'll be surprise little 
members' lives, there'll be surprise lives. There's going to be just so much stuff, so much fun, so much silliness. So, oh, Oliver, Oliver. 22nd birthday as well. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Oliver. Happy birthday to you. So, guys, have a lovely day. And we Lots will of love. see you elsewhere on the channel later. Bye. On.